Welcome to Health Matters at Sargent College. The mission of Sargent College is to advance, preserve, disseminate, and apply knowledge in the health and rehabilitation sciences. BU's Sargent College strives to create an environment that fosters critical and innovative thinking to best serve the healthcare needs of society. Each episode of Health Matters at Sargent College will include faculty, students, or alumni who will share their knowledge with you. I'm Karen Jacobs, the Associate Dean of Digital Learning and Innovation at Sargent College, and I'll be your moderator for each episode. Welcome to this episode of Health Matters at BU Sargent College. Um, today we have a physical therapy doctoral student um, who's going to give us a little bit of background about herself and then talk about a very interesting project that she's been working on. So Colleen, tell us you know, where you're from. I know you're at, in Boston right now. Um, so give a little bit of background and let's then talk about your project. Yeah, sure. So thank you so much for having me here today. Um, I'm a third year PT student, as you mentioned. I did the six year program through BU, so I did my undergrad here as well. I'm from Needham, Massachusetts, and really what got me interested in physical therapy, I think it's similar to a lot of my peers. I played sports throughout my life and I received both athletic training and physical therapy care. I saw what it did for myself and the others that I was in the clinic with. And when it came time to start thinking about what I want to pursue as a career, it seemed like a really great option to get to connect with people and have a job that lets you be interacting and not just at a desk all day. I think you made an excellent choice of a career and an excellent program um, to learn more about physical therapy and to become a physical therapist. So you have a project that you do in the third year um, in the program. What's the title of that project and what does it address and what led you to pursue this topic? So the title of my project is Palliative Care and the Role of Physical Therapy, an Introductory Guide for the Student Physical Therapist. So it's this podcast episode with an accompanying digital leaflet. And at the end of the recording, I'll leave my email here. Anyone who wants the digital leaflet is welcome to contact me and I'll send it right your way. Um, but the goal really is to help prepare student physical therapists to provide care for individuals receiving palliative care services. And all the information that I'm using in the project, I gathered through a literature review and then interviews with current DPTs who work in settings where they interact with palliative care patients. And this project really has an emphasis on expanding the understanding of the role of physical therapists within settings involving palliative care, which can sometimes require a shift away from some of the more traditional goals of physical therapy, um, you know, just really wanting to make everyone quote unquote better and get to that highest level of function, and really move towards a more increased focus on a holistic and patient-centered approach to care. So really this started because I personally was interested in palliative care, but I hadn't had any direct conversations or discussions about it in my classes. Um, and I think it's a really important topic because there's several sources from the literature review that cite benefits of palliative care on outcomes like patient quality of life, mood, confidence, 
symptom distress or burden, and then function, including for activities of daily living, such as bathing and grooming and eating. So I saw a 2022 survey published in the American Journal of Hospice and Palliative Care, where they surveyed 346 students from five universities. And these students were all in their final year of training for professions such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, um, being a physician's assistant or a physician, uh, pharmacy or public health. And the survey indicated that 92% of these participants thought that their profession plays a direct and important role in end-of-life care, but only 25% of respondents reported sufficient knowledge of palliative care. And again, they were all in their last year of schooling. So these findings were interesting to me for a number of reasons. Uh, Firstly, I thought that it indicates a gap between what might be included in the academic curriculum for health professions, and then what's truly required of these clinicians once they enter the field. And then I also thought that while the results address the role of health professions in end-of-life care, such as hospice, and then it also addressed student knowledge regarding palliative care, it's not necessarily accurate for readers to use the terms end-of-life care and palliative care interchangeably when interpreting these results. So if you look at other literature, like a 2017 qualitative study from Wilson et al., um, and this study aimed to describe physical therapists' perception of their own role in palliative care, um, this study also identifies a lack of standard palliative care and hospice or end-of-life care definitions as being a limitation for their study because they felt that a lot of physical therapists might self-exclude because they don't realize necessarily that they're working in settings where they're interacting with palliative care patients or with people who might benefit from palliative care. Um, So as a result, even though this study looks at the roles of physical therapists in palliative care, I don't necessarily think that the results are representative of the experiences of all physical therapists as a whole. So I wanted to create my own survey and kind of poll the students that I'm around. So I got results from 90 DPT students, and 43.3% of them were in their third year of school like myself, meaning that it's the last semester of coursework before graduating. When asked if they were confident in their ability to provide physical therapy services to individuals who are also receiving palliative care services, uh, 60% of respondents were in somewhat or strong disagreement and didn't feel confident, while only 18% agreed that they were confident on any level. So really, my hope with conducting the interviews was to hear about real-life experience of PTs working in settings that utilize palliative care to fill some of those gaps that I was seeing. And I met with six PTs, doctors of physical therapy, who were kind enough to give me some of their time. Um, And we spoke. They were Megan Tanklefsky, Brian McDonnell, Margaret Walkup, William Kuklinski, Andrea Bonanno, and Monica Warren. And between all of them, they had a range of PT experience from four to 24 years. They all work in hospital settings providing either acute or inpatient care. Some had previous experience with home care, and most had experience on oncology floors. So I was really excited to talk to them about what they've seen and how they've implemented physical therapy with palliative care patients. Well, you accomplished so much in this project, but I... I want to step back for a moment because I'm not sure everybody who's listening knows what palliative care is. So can you share a definition for us? Sure. 
Um, so if you look online, you'll see that the National Institute of Health and the National Institute of Aging define palliative care as being a specialized branch of medical care for people living with a serious illness. And it's really targeted at providing medical care for an individual's symptoms, and it can be delivered alongside curative treatment for whatever their serious or chronic illness may be. And now serious illness is a very broad term, and it can incorporate a variety of diagnoses. Um, so just some examples to get people thinking would be diagnoses such as cancer, heart failure, COPD, dementia, Parkinson's disease, and many more. Now, if you look at the clinical practice guidelines from the National Coalition for Hospice and Palliative Care, as well as the clinical practice guidelines from the Institute for Clinical Systems Improvement, um, both of these CPGs support planning for and or initiating palliative care services as early on as possible after being diagnosed with one of these serious illnesses. These CPGs both also recommend that palliative care services be carried out by an interdisciplinary team comprised of physicians, nurses, pharmacists, social workers, and even chaplains to really take a holistic approach and address both the physical and spiritual symptoms. I thought that interestingly enough, physical therapists are not mentioned as a mandatory part of an interprofessional team on either CPG, despite the American Physical Therapy Association's official position that physical therapy can offer a unique role in contributions. Um, so I really think that it's important for future physical therapists to understand what palliative care is, to understand what our role in palliative care is, and then to advocate for it. I kind of wanted to see how the physical therapists that I was speaking to defined palliative care in comparison to that NIH definition that we just talked about. And I heard that there was considerable overlap between what physical therapists thought and the NIH definition, as well as overlap between the physical therapists themselves. The general consensus really seemed to be, again, that it's a medical subspecialty and palliative care uses an interprofessional approach to help individuals with chronic illness manage symptom burden, which these PTs defined as a variety of symptoms that might include pain, nausea, or confusion, and also to improve quality of life. Monica Warren made a really great point when she said that palliative care isn't focused just on one system, but rather by what limits or bothers a patient, and you'll consider nearly any system as long as it's having an impact on that patient's day-to-day -day life. The physical therapists largely agreed that care can be, palliative care can be implemented in any stage of life and that it's not solely end-of-life care, with Andrea Bonanno emphasizing the differences between palliative care and end-of-life care, such as hospice, explaining that, I think there's certainly quite a bit of an overlap between the two. Um, but my, what I try to explain to people sometimes when they're saying, oh, the patient's out of the hospice, Andrea, what does that mean? Is that hospice is really an insurance benefit and palliative care really is much more of a holistic approach. And like I said before, as a subspecialty. Um, and so certainly patients on hospice are obviously usually involved with palliative care, but not always. Um, and patients on palliative care don't necessarily have to be on hospice either. So I think sometimes um, people are looking for those little silos that I think it's important to kind of recognize palliative care as, and hospice as separate. There's certainly overlap. Um, and that I just need to emphasize that as a physical therapist, you certainly can be engaged with your patients with palliative care as well as on hospice as well. That's great having this quote. Um, and it sounds like um, the people that you spoke with 
um, really agree with that NIH statement. But now, you know, how do you lobby to make sure that physical therapy is part of that interprofessional um, team? And did anybody share with you, you know, some strategies that could be done? Yes, certainly. Um, so many of the physical therapists placed an emphasis on providing education both to the patient and to the other professionals that you might work with, especially in a hospital environment. Um, communication is so key in these types of situations. And if we can convey the role of physical therapy and what physical therapists can provide to a unique life stage, such as that of a palliative care patient, um, then other professions and the patients themselves will be more willing to hear us out and to include us in those types of decisions and discussions. That's great. And so, you know, it sounds like um, the lobbying and the promotion needs to be on so many different levels. And, you know, you shared that as a takeaway, but what are some of the most important takeaways uh, from the interviews with the physical therapists? Sure. So one thing that I had found very encouraging was that in the hospitals where these PTs are working, um, palliative care is usually initiated via a consult, and getting the consult isn't as difficult as I had initial, initially imagined that it would be. Um, so the situation is usually that um, a consult can be initiated by a patient's primary care team, or if a physical therapist is working with a patient for a variety of reasons, and feels that this individual would benefit from palliative care services, the PT themselves can either alert the primary care team or go straight to a palliative care team and let them know. I did think that it was interesting when I asked the PTs if they've ever had a patient ask to initiate palliative care services. Um, all the PTs said that they had not experienced that situation, but a couple did mention that they wondered if that was potentially due to the kind of inaccurate understanding of palliative care that we mentioned earlier, and then it, that in combination with a stigma surrounding accessing what might be inaccurately perceived as a step towards end-of-life care. Another really great takeaway from all these PTs was that they really helped clarify what the role of the physical therapist is with palliative care patients. Um, some key points there were that Developing goals of care is especially important with this population, particularly related to discharge planning, just because it allows you to choose interventions that are more clear, straightforward, and directed to what the patient wants to be able to do when they leave the care that they're receiving with you. Now, goals for care can end up being either more rehab-based or more comfort-focused, depending on the stage of the patient's chronic illness, but it's always important to consider input from not only the patient, but their family, caregivers, and or support system regarding where they see their course of care going. And all of this information will also help you know just how much you can push a patient, so to speak, and sort of what methods would be motivating to them versus knowing when to step back and respect their decisions for how they want their course of care to go. It's also important to plan accordingly for the distant future based on patient goals and consider things that aren't necessarily just direct PT intervention during a session, um, such as initiating the usage of adaptive equipment or home modifications, um, training family and caregivers for what life will look like once they leave your care, and then prioritizing what kinds of functional goals are most important to the patient, regardless of whether 
they want to pursue a more rehab or comfort focused route. And so once again, all these PTs emphasized a really collaborative role here. Um, and like we talked about earlier, the importance of educating both your patients and your coworkers about just what physical therapy can provide in these situations. Well, I'm impressed and I learned so much from you and I'm sure our listeners feel the same way. Is there any final statement or sentiment you'd like to share um, before we conclude this episode? I think that some of the best tidbits that the DPTs had were their advice for students. And I think that would be a really great kind of thought to leave in everybody's head. Um, so some of the greatest bits of advice were to be respectful of the whole support system that the individual, the patient comes with, and to be considerate of what they're going through, especially when you have some of these really difficult conversations regarding course of care. Um, all the PTs were adamant that these conversations don't have to be perfect, but it's important to be vulnerable. And physical therapists can enhance their ability to have these kinds of conversations by having a good understanding of each individual's prognosis so that you know what to expect and then can inform the patient and their support system what to expect. But perhaps what I thought was most important was that Brian McDonald mentioned that we should be flexible in our approach to care and how we view our role as physical therapists. A lot of times we're taught that as physical therapists, we should be maximizing function and getting people up and moving. And that is always a wonderful thing. But if that doesn't necessarily align with the patient's goals and where they see their own course of care going, it's important for us to be respectful, step back, and take a new approach to how we're delivering care. Well, thank you so much for being on Health Matters at BU Sargent College. Um, I'm hoping that students and faculty and um, our staff and also alumni beyond um, and general public learned quite a bit from what you shared. And I want to congratulate you on your um, project and a job very well done. Thank you so much, Karen. This opportunity has been amazing. Oh, and like I mentioned, um, if you're interested in accessing the digital leaflet, my email is cmelcher, C-M-E-L-C-H-E-R at bu.edu, and I'll send that your way. Thank you so much. And everyone, thank you again for listening to Health Matters.